Are you happy in your business? Now, I have had my share of emotional ups and downs in my 20 years of being a solo entrepreneur coach. And the patterns I've seen in myself and in my clients is that those downs are usually when I was personally feeling unfulfilled. Sometimes it was because a launch that flopped and sometimes it was just life and had nothing to do with business. But those ups, oh boy, those are the times when I was feeling my most authentic and completely aligned to my purpose or when I just felt like I was rocking that work-life balance. I would be thinking, I could do this all day long and never feel tired. One of my loves is sharing what works for me and what has been working for my clients to achieve this very feeling, full of passion, happiness, peace, and freedom. So I decided to create a private podcast for coaches. Maybe you just want to develop better communication skills that boosts engagement, leads to better results, and makes you feel like you're actually making a difference in the lives of the people you serve. Then you're invited too. We talk about this and more in the UBU private podcast for coaches. Whether you're a mentor, a parent, or run a client-focused business, coaching skills benefit everyone and anyone who wants to communicate in a way that builds relationships. Fall in love with your life and business again. Click the link in the show notes for your invitation to join us right now. Then come back and enjoy this episode. Can you believe it has been almost a whole year since the Unbox Your Personality podcast was born? And it has been so much fun trying to figure this out, learning as I go, and really enjoying the process of learning how to be a podcast host. And all the way back in episode one, I tell you why I love the Enneagram. And I mentioned this quote, which I have quoted several times since that episode, that Purpose is the universal motivator. And then in episode two, I share this story about me and my family doing our 2021 vision boards. And each of us were creating our our own boards, our own goals for the year. But there was one goal of mine on my vision board that I didn't share with you. And not because I'm bashful or anything, but mainly because... It was a goal that just snuck into my vision board at the last minute, and I didn't really think much about it. It's a goal that I've had all my life. It's been mostly a wish, even though I have made a valiant attempt in the past to pursue this goal, but, you know, we were in dreaming mode, and I really wanted to encourage the kids to to dream really big, and I wanted to set that example for them. So I'm just like, what the hey? I'm going to put this on there, and guess what? I did it! <laughs> Here we are in December 2021, and I can say I wrote a book. It's time to stop comparing yourself to others and plug in to what is uniquely you. Welcome to Unbox Your Personality, the podcast for coaches, parents, and mentors like you who understand that your happiness makes you more effective at what you do, bringing out the best in others. I'm Jen Higgins, personality strategist and Enneagram fluff remover. Get laser focused on who you are and who you aren't, so you're free to make the impact you were born to make. And have fun doing it. Your personality is your business, so 
Let's get down to business. I've always loved to write. I used to write poems and short stories and even parody lyrics to songs when I was in elementary school. And I can still remember the lyrics to Jose Can't You See, sung to the tune of The Star-Spangled Banner. Can you imagine it? The lyrics are kind of juvenile, but maybe if I'm convinced, I'll put them in the show notes and you can sing them for yourself. But keep in mind, I was a wee gen. I think I was probably in the second or third grade. (laughs) And when I was real young, also my neighborhood BFF, we would put on these theatrical plays that I had written. And of course, we would charge our parents because I was also a budding entrepreneur then. And then in middle school, I wrote this essay that I'm really proud of about how life is like putting together a puzzle. And I actually shrunk it down to very, very tiny handwriting and kept it framed on my wall in my childhood bedroom, uh, the same home that my parents still live there today. And unfortunately, I can't find it. I probably have to look a little harder, but um, I can't remember it verbatim, but the spirit of the content always stays with me. And here it is in the nutshell. Basically, I wrote about life is like opening up a puzzle box, and on the outside is the the big picture of what it looks like when you put it together. But on the inside, all the pieces are taken apart and they're mixed up and they're not yet the beautiful picture that you see on the cover of the box. And if you leave them in the box, you're never going to reach your final destination. You've got to spill them all out, sort them, and then put them together. And It's in the act or the journey of putting it together that is so satisfying. Wouldn't you agree? And you learn that every piece has a place. Every piece belongs. And if you lose a piece, oh my gosh, it's so annoying. And it's felt and it's noticed. The most beautiful images of the flowers or the mountains are just as important to the overall picture as the dark shadows, that shadow side of the mountain, or the shadow sides that are under the brush that sometimes are really, really hard to piece together because all the colors are black, all the pieces are black. But if you want the whole picture, you need to embrace every puzzle piece. Now, there was a lot more to that essay, um, but I can't remember it, but I do remember saying something like, "If you fi- sometimes you find pieces that are already attached for you when you open up the box. You're like, yay, that was easy. Like, thank you, box. Um, but then there's sometimes these situations where it's like life's blind spots. You think you've correctly matched two pieces and you continue on putting the puzzle together and then you find out later on that you were wrong. This imagery has always been a part of my outlook on life. So when Eric, my firstborn, when he was diagnosed with autism, whose awareness ribbon, the autism awareness ribbon, is made up of colorful puzzle pieces, right? (laughs) I actually got this weird sense of ease. Like, this is a part of my story, and everything's going to be okay. This is just a puzzle piece in my box, and I just need to figure out how it fits in the big picture. 
And this is when I started writing a blog. It was called Find Out What Jen Finds. And initially, it was about my journey of researching and discovering what autism is and how we were handling it in our household, uh, what what was working, what wasn't, how I was holding up, <laughs> and also learning from other blogger stories and what worked for them. I was able to establish a really supportive network. But what I learned is that autism is so individualistic that no one person's advice was 100% helpful. So with that network, I decided to lean on them for support instead of advice. And then when my younger son, when he was old enough, they're two years apart, when he was old enough to start noticing that his brother was getting different treatment than he was, like I would hear stuff like, it's not fair. Um, why, why do I have to hold your hand to cross the street, but Eric doesn't? And my answer was usually, you know what? Everyone is different. Eric doesn't like holding my hand. That makes him nervous. So he gets to hold on to my purse. And that way I still know that he's safe. And that seemed to satisfy Ryan in the moment. But there, are, there were many other situations that even in my eyes, didn't really seem fair. So of course it's not going to seem fair to a young tender soul. And I just couldn't explain it to him why his brother was being treated differently than, than he was. So I'd asked around to other parents in my network and also started looking for books about autism siblings to help Ryan understand the situation a little bit better. And at the time, I only found all of one book. <laughs> and that one book was for older siblings who had younger, a, a younger brother or a younger sister that has ASD. So in his precious four-year-old mind, after reading that book, he concluded, I wish I was the big brother so that I can do that. So what's a mom to do? Well, I set out to write a children's book for younger siblings. I even met with an artist, um, well, his mom. Uh, he, the artist has ASD, and he was going to illustrate the book, and I contacted a publisher. But, of course, life happened, and I had some health issues pop up, and ended up just, just really missing out on the opportunity to follow through with getting the book published. And honestly, I don't even know where it is anymore because I had typed it up on my Palm Pilot. Yep, that just dated me, right? <laughs> That's how long ago it was too. <laughs> and I don't even know if it's backed up somewhere or not. I'm sure it is because I was, I, was um, I was pretty anxious about losing data. So I was an avid backer upper but I'm not sure where the backup is right now so since then whenever I've gotten the urge to write I really struggled with what to write about because I honestly I didn't really want to write an autism book I felt like that subject was too vulnerable and then at the same time I felt like I was betraying myself because I was denying this piece of my puzzle right so I put it off and I stopped blogging and I just focused on being a great mom to two kids who have individual needs, just like all the other kids in the universe. So actually putting write a book on my vision board was like a, a gentle nudge from God to say, hey, it's time. And I did. I did it. It's called The Secret to Being You, Using Brain Science and the Nine Acknowledgement Languages to unbox your Enneagram. 
I took what I learned about being an autism mom and an ADHD mom and also some near-fatal experience plus 20, over 20 years of training on personality and helping people understand themselves. And I put it into 14 chapters of stories and examples, and I include a step-by-step framework that you can use every single day to help you implement this information into your life. It's not the Enneagram that's the puzzle. You are. The Enneagram just helps you sort out the pieces, and that is what this book is about. Simplifying the Enneagram so it's not a puzzle. Simplifying the complexity of the brain and understanding the nature of your personality as opposed to the nurture of your personality through the nine acknowledgement languages. And you know what? It's okay if you haven't taken the nine acknowledgement languages course. That course is about communicating to build relationships. This book is like the prequel to the course. It's discovering how you like to be acknowledged and how to validate that so that you don't have to rely on external validation. So if you want to grab the book, it's launching December 14th. Use the special link in the show notes uh, because then you'll also be entered to win a signed copy and there's some other goodies I'm giving away during the launch contest. And then once you've got your book, spend the next few weeks reading it. And then come back to the Unbox Your Personality podcast for season two, which will be starting in January of 2022. I'm so excited about this. I'm inviting guest hosts from other podcasts that you love to join me to discuss the topics of the book a little deeper. We're going to dig a little deeper and answer some of the questions that I've already been hearing from the readers who have had an advanced copy of the book. Uh, Plus, there will be some bonus content to help you navigate your own journey of unboxing yourself and using the book as a guide. So I hope the new season will be an inspiration and the motivation to start implementing what you've been wanting to do forever, for so long, which is being yourself and living your life. I want to leave you with this thought. You are an individual. You are your own puzzle that needs to be unboxed and put together. No one person's advice is ever going to be 100% helpful, but you can lean on others for support. You can lean on me and the book and the guests on this podcast. But first, you need to know and understand yourself and how you're different so that you can run your own race and complete your own puzzle. Because when you unbox yourself, you unleash your power. Don't forget to grab your book, and I'll see you in Season 2. Thank you for listening, subscribing, and reviewing the Unbox Your Personality podcast. To learn more about yourself, go to powercoachgen.com. Find out how you are different so you can make your difference.